Yo, yo, it's the Blast Podcast with DSP and Precise. Great music, great vibes. The show will give you life, the advice, and the news you probably never even knew. Apple Music, Spotify, stay motherfucking tuned. I'm in tune, I'm amused at all they fucking do. That's what's up, though. Putting Rockland on the map, we need more of those. So stop wasting time with all them phony shows. I blast your podcast for not supporting, ho. We not riding waves here. Y'all at the rodeo. See, we the realest up in town. Turn up your radio. The Blast Podcast. Royalty in the front. Last podcast. Precise, man. You are an artist or creator out there. Come catch these vibes. So, I got a quick question for you. I think he follows the IG page. I think he follows the IG page. Because I see him like, 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 like it. I see him like it. Every time I post something about FTC Wayne, that's dope. That's dope. We love it. I wish you nothing but success, bro. For real, for real. We love it. I wish you nothing but success, bro. For real, for real. Success, 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 Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And because you're gonna love this shit. It's really, really good. Culture wings. Make sure you follow them, man. Don't forget the last podcast. You can just say our names, save a little money, and get free fries. All right, next up, yo, precise man. How did you feel when I told you? I was so happy to have you. This is family. You also understand ownership because before you guys came on here, we were talking about ownership and how important it was. I guess um, we want to jump right into it. What is going on, family? It is I, Brother DSP, your gracious, grateful, super grateful. Humble host, Brother DSP, and you are now listening to The Blast Podcast. What is going on, family? It is, of course, me. And, um, of course, I'm super grateful that you came back to listen to another episode. Um, we got a lot to unpack um, this episode. There's a lot uh, that is that has happened in the past week. There's a lot to talk about. Dame Dash is one of the one of the topics. Um, we, we're talking about the hip hop museum is another topic we're going to be discussing. Like we got we got some good topics, and of course, of course, and of course, <clears throat> rest in peace to the Queen, uh, Destiny Harrison, man. Uh, 21 years old, running her own business, you know, and uh, it looked like a robbery, looked like a disagreement, you know, but um, there's reports saying otherwise. I I shouldn't say reports, I should say um, allegations, allegations, other allegations saying otherwise so i i mean i don't know what is real and what isn't i wasn't there it's just sad that this young lady who was actually trying to do something positive with her life she was 21 years old and she had her own beauty salon and it is just sucks that at 21 she lost her life and she leaves she leaves behind a one-year-old uh her name is dream and it sucks. So we're gonna we're definitely gonna get into that. I just wanted to um, say R.I.P. to Destiny Harrison and um, send my condolences to to her family and um, her baby girl. Man, it's just, it's just sad that 
that um these type of things are still happening within our community like you would you would think that um <clears throat> excuse me you would think that that would be kind of off limits after you know what happened with with Nipsey and all that like it's just it's weird it's just why 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 did it go there why did it um why why did it go to the point where she had to lose her life and then you ran out there we're, we're gonna get into that later i mean let me let me get into what i wanted to get into in in this portion um i wanted to um talk about um the other program that i have going on there's two of them going on right now um first i wanted to talk about the season finale um there's a season finale coming on uh just going to be coming on, on at midnight if you're listening to this on sunday it's um coming on at midnight at monday on monday monday i guess morning real early morning late evening i don't know what you call that time but i just i'm just gonna say midnight monday and um, that's the series. That's the season finale, not the series. The season finale of that um, program. Um, it was fun covering uh, VOH basketball. Uh, big shout out to Brett Bronson. Um, he was featured on the episode. It's family part. Dur was him and um, Z Bling of MOR Apparel. Um, it was a great experience, and I'm definitely looking forward to going back. But I want you guys to check out the um, the program. It's an awesome program, especially if you want to hear me in a different element. Um, I'm covering sports in, in that um, program, and it's local sports, you know. It's me giving uh, a lot of shine to the local players that were competing in that league, and it was very competitive. Um, even towards the... Uh, even towards the end, around playoff time, towards the end of the uh, regular season, teams were starting to talk spicy to each other. So it was cool covering that. So I wanted to wanted to big that program up and check it out, man. Um, if you want to check it out, it's about 13 segments, 13 installments, I should say, not 13 segments, 13 installments. And um, they're about... 45 to 50 minutes long maybe there's one episode in there um it's about an hour and some change because me and my brother were talking about um the rankings that he and i created so um maybe the the um season finale may be a bit longer too so um because he's going to be featured on there so yeah definitely check it out if you didn't check it out um, definitely check out the series finale. It'll be as fresh as this episode. Once you listen to this episode, swing on over, check that episode out. It's a, it's a goodie. I love that. I love doing that uh, program because it puts me in a different element. I get to produce those episodes differently than this um, program because this program is just me. You know what I mean? Giving you what I what I um <laughs> what what I feel and you know it's just it's just more more organic. I don't want to. I don't want to give you like a super produced show with this, but over there I get to get in my element of producer and put together a show that that um, anybody can consume. You know what I mean? Like if it was just a random parent that wanted to hear me um, give their child or uh, 
Just a random person, a random fan of the league that just didn't know about the Blast podcast. And I just produced it in a way it was consumable and it was quick, concise, and um, digestible if you were a sports fan. You know, I didn't do too much of um, narrating to where I was like, you know, implementing my opinion in there. I just gave their gave the teams and the players their kudos and I kept it moving. <laughs> it, w- it was fun. It was fun. Um, I did some play by play on there. You, it, it's a great it's a great experience. It's the MOR VOH basketball experience. Check it out. It's right on the Blast podcast platform, as you as you may have heard me speak of before. Another program that I got going on is um, Brother DSP Speaks. First step, first installment dropped on the 26th, and um, it was real fun recording that episode because that's me in another element where I'm super, I shouldn't say super subjective, but I'm more opinionated on that uh, program. I give more of my point of view on that program because this one I want to be more more objective, but sometimes, you know, be subjective on certain things, you know, like I said, I want to keep this more organic, but on that one, I'm again, once again, in my producer bag, um, I'm more opinionated on that one. Um, the first installment was about why do, um, Instagram models get hate. I wanted to keep a fun episode with the first one so you can see what I'm doing with that program. And I like that program because you can listen to that anytime. Because now I'm starting to understand how the podcast world works. Like if you have, like I do, and thank you, of course. I wanted to thank all of y'all. If you have like a following, a little following of people that listen to you on a weekly basis, keep feeding them. Don't stop feeding them. But like if you see that your platform is building and you see that certain, certain consumers consume the episodes in a different way you can start creating programs to where they can consume it the way they like to consume um their their content so with brother dsp speaks it's more opinionated and with the topics on there you can consume them anytime anytime because like the first like the first topic why do instagram models um get hate you can just go to an instagram models page right now and go to the comment section and you'll see the hate, 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 hate. The hate that they get on a daily basis from men and women. And that's what I spoke about. So it's like, it's dope. So just just be, please be sure to check that out. I just wanted to plug those two for sure. Those two programs, because you know, those are under my baby, The Blast Podcast. And of course, this joint right here that you're listening to right now. And I want to, of course, I always want to say thank you to our day ones who's been listening since the blast off. I wanted to shout out our new listeners who may have transferred from the MORVOH basketball experience. Big shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Obviously, you like what I did in the sports element and you want to see how I do in the other element. So welcome. (laughs) And, um, And for those of you who listened to me for the first time on Brother DSP Speaks and came here, welcome. And if you just came here off the strength of my marketing and promotion, welcome. Um, and to our, uh, not our, not our day ones, but our, you know, day twos, I like to call them. Big shout out to y'all. 
Um, like I said, we got a great episode. Um, I just wanted to give some shout outs. First, let's, let's shout out our sponsors. Um, shout out to Last Life Gaming Network. Big shout out to my brother. Um, I just had a, a talk with him, so I wanted to send him a huge, huge shout out. Hang in there, brother. You're going to be all right. Um, make sure to check out his uh, platform. Doing great things there. Um, Last Life Gaming Network. Last underscore life gaming on all social media platforms. On, and when I say that, I mean Instagram, Twitter, um, and I think that's it. On um, Facebook, it's Last Life Gaming Network, straightforward. On YouTube, subscribe and turn on the post notifications so when he puts up new episodes, because that's it's about to go down, he's going to he's gonna be doing his thing right now. He's kind of, you know, taking a break. You know, you, you see the season we're in. So right now it's it's like, you know, life is going on right now pretty much so he's gonna come back and start putting up new content you know i'm hoping to be on there soon i don't think anytime soon maybe in the spring summertime i'll be on there and you know i'll be promoting it on here of course but um super super shout out to last life gaming networks make sure you subscribe to their youtube page and turn on the post notifications last life gaming network um big shout out to culture wings um I'm going to have to link up with them real soon because I have a special um, special session coming up. And I, I might want them to, um, you know, cater it um, because one of the people that are, are going to be a guest have a blog where, you know, they talk about chicken or, and chicken wings and culture wings. I feel got some of the best wings in Rockland County um, and they have so many flavors. So that's what I that's what that that means a lot. So I would love for her to try it. Um, I'm going to announce that later. I'm not going to let you know who that is. But if you guys know who I'm talking about, you already know who it is. Um, and um, I'm looking to get uh, another artist on there as well. And it's, 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 I, want, I want it to be a special one. We're not going to be in the studio for a while. Big shout out to um, Jones, Mike Vision Studios. If you're in need of studio, um, studio if you, like, you, like I was going to say, if you're in need of a studio... Hit up uh, Mike Vision Studios on IG. That's M I C Vision Studios. Um, they also have a, they they also got a photographer there as well. N B P Photos. Um, that's at N as in Nancy, B as in boy, P as in Peter. Photos. Um, they're doing great things over there as well. Um, I think that's what it is. Is it N B P Photos? I don't want to be. Um, shouting people out and i'm not shouting them out correctly but um like i said they're doing great things over there <clears throat> there's a lot of great things going on in rockland county period and i'm just glad to be a part of it and i'm, I'm glad that i'm solidifying myself as a um uh a media personality within it okay let me correct myself it's nbp underscore photos so big shout out to them so make sure to um if you're in need of, of a studio, like I said, check them out. They're at uh, Mike Vision Studios. Like I said, that's um, M-I-C Vision Studios. It's, it, it's a beautiful facility. We're going to be back in there um, real soon. Um, the episode that drops on February 2nd, that's the one you're going to see. That's the first episode. Um, you know what? I'm going to announce it here. That's the first episode you're going to see an actual visual of, and you're going to get the audio of. And it's going to be an experiment, and I want to see 
um, how much marketing I could do with a video and the audio. Because now if I'm giving you both, and, I, I, and it's also challenging myself to go even harder next year. You know, because once again, I forgot to announce it. I'm sorry. This will be the last episode of 2019. You know, um, we started on April 1st. We, actually, it was March 31st. R.I.P. to um, Nipsey. We dropped our very first episode when he passed away. Unfortunately, it was on a, a very eerie, eerie um, weekend. An eerie week, period. Eerie month. An eerie few months, I should say. And um, to... <clears throat> start off then was kind of crazy, but the second episode, I, I did what I had to do as a responsible um, uh, media personality. Um, I, I dedicated the next episode to Nipsey, you know, and that's probably the most listened to episode on this platform. So if you, if you never listened to that, check that out. Um, I'm always going to shout that episode out because like I said, we dropped our very first episode on his uh, his passing, you know what I mean? So I had to do the next episode on that. So um, big shout out. <clears throat> big shout out to that. So um, also I wanted to shout out. Oh, did I, did I give you the... Uh, that's why I, I went off in a tangent. Sorry, y'all. Um, culture wings. That's who I was talking about. But yeah, I was, and then I start, I went off in a tangent about, you know, the, what I, uh, the recording studio and everything like that. Pardon me, but that's what I do here. I go off in tangents. Like I said, I try to keep it organic. Um, but culture wings, shout out to them. Make sure you, uh, first off, place your order with them. Um, at FTC underscore wings, that's wings with the Z. Place your order with them, please. So you don't think I'm just hyping you or, or just, you know, capping. I'm not capping. Their wings are delicious. Please try it out. Um, they're right in the um, Havistraw area. So if you're in the Havistraw, West Havistraw area and you're listening to this, give them a give them a ring. They'll deliver it to you. Um, if not, and you're in the Rockland County area, you're going to have to go to them. And trust me, it's well worth the ride. Um, I'm hearing that they're going to add more days because they're only open on Sundays from 12 to 5 and they usually sell out quickly. So big shout out to my guy Robert and a uh, big shout out to Alicia. They're doing their thing um, with the with the wing business. And, you know, like I said, I wish them nothing but success. Um, big shout out to Overlook Beats. Big shout out to my guy Wicked Keys. That's the producer to the... Um, to the theme that you heard, um, to the theme, the theme of music that you heard, you know, with me and uh, Precise and <clears throat> me shouting out uh, Culture Wings and all that. So a uh, big shout out to Wicked Keys, man. Uh, W-I-I-C-K-E-D-K-E-Y-Double-Z. -E -E That's his IG. Check him out. He's doing big things. Um, I believe he has he has a beat sale going on right now. So UMCs that listen to this, please be sure to check out my guy Wicked Keys. He's got some magic, man. Big shout out to Quest, man. Check out Quest at Quest eight four five. Just big big shout out to everybody that that messes with us. 
that fucks with the platform and, and comes and comes back and listens to us on a daily basis. Big shout out to my man, Brett Bronson. Please be sure to follow both of his brands at Wonder845 and at VOH Basketball. Both are straightforward, but Wonder845 is W-U-N-D-A-845. That's, that, that's probably the only thing that's different. And VOH Basketball is straightforward. And if you've been listening to this pl platform, you've heard me mention VOH Basketball mad times. Oh, make sure to um, uh, subscribe or um, follow. Follow the playlist, uh, the VOH Play Hits playlist. That's hashtag VOH Play Hits playlist. I'm sorry. Hashtag VOH Play Hits. That's what it is. That's the playlist on Spotify. It was curated by Brett Bronson. It's the music that's played during the VOH basketball games. So, I mean, he's doing big things with the platform, and he's doing his thing musically at, with at one day four five. That's at W U N D A at, at I'm sorry at W U N D A eight four five. <laughs> and also shout out to my guy Z Bling at M O R Apparel. That's M O R underscore apparel underscore U S. Um, that's I G at M O R Apparel U S on Twitter. Um, and oh, I forgot V O H Basketball also has a Twitter. Um, that's V Ball eight four five. That's at V Ball eight four five. And of course, subscribe to their YouTube channel. That's VOH basketball. You can see all the games that have been played and all the games that I discuss in the other program, MOR VOH basketball experience. Tune into that season finale. Um, and make sure to check out MOR Apparel's beautiful website. The royalty package is live right now. Mobility package coming soon for the big and tall dudes. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just joking. But he does have a package called Nobility coming soon. Um, he has a ladies line coming soon and he has a kids line coming soon, coming soon. Um, he's doing big things, man. I'm seeing people with the, with the outfits on. Uh, it's, I, I, I just, I'm just super proud of the dude and I just wish him nothing more, but super, super duper success. Cause he's going to make the right moves. He's super intelligent. He's going to be all right, man. And I'm just glad to be a part of, um, the whole movement that's going on. Like I said, we're, we're the new trilateral commission, the blast podcast, MOR Apparel and VOH Basketball. We're, we're going to do some things, man. 2020 is coming up. And the way we ended 2019, it, it's only going to get bigger in 2020. And I'm just, like I said, I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm glad that I'm using this platform to build what they got going on right now as well. So it's 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 dope. It's really dope. So, um, damn, man. I'm feeling hungry right now. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, 
Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. All right, welcome back, family. Um, Let's get into it. one thing I definitely wanted to talk about, which was kind of weird, because if you remember, um, I covered the um, Colin Kaepernick situation with the whole workout and everything like that, and how it was just like um, pretty much a publicity stunt, and Kaepernick seen it, I guess, or his people seen it from a mile away, and um, they pretty much tried to control the narrative, and you know, people didn't like that. When I say people, I mean the NFL higher-ups and, you know, the people that talk for them. Um, I, didn't, I didn't have an issue with it. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Um, of course, you know, people that control the narrative put their narrative out there. And those that follow the, those people, um, those narrative manipulators, every word... If they look at their word as gospel, then, you know, they're going they're going to regurgitate what they say. And that's what's going to be the popularized narrative, although it may be false. So. I brought Colin Kaepernick up to discuss Antonio Brown, um, who just had a workout with the Saints. It's wild to me, because if you remember when we covered Antonio Brown, he was wilding out. People thought, like, (laughs) he was suffering from, like, CTE and whatnot. If you remember, like, we we were covering it, and I was, I even, I think I even went that far. I was like, maybe it's something not clicking right up there. I I don't know personally, but, like, just to see the behavior he displayed and then still have the opportunity to try out for a team. It's, it bugs me out, you know what I mean? Jamel, Jamel Hill, I believe, had put out a tweet. Very, very powerful tweet, by the way. Big shout out to Jamel Hill. Um, basically, I don't think she was comparing. No, it was pretty much comparing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to y'all in a second. Uh, here we go, Jamel Hill. And this is the reason... No, and this is reason number one million why Kaepernick, Kaepernick's workout was a sham and a disgrace. Teams that are really interested do this. Also, A.B. will get endless chances because his behavior is seen as correctable. Cap never got a chance because they think, because they can't change the way he thinks. See what I'm saying? Like, they'll only deal with those that, um... One, they can handle. Two, they can manipulate. Because now, A.B. wants to get back in the league so much. 
I believe he's willing to do anything. Because, I mean, he was on the Patriots and they dropped him. They dropped him immediately. So it's like, wow. You know. How come he gets the opportunity and, and Kaepernick can't get an opportunity? Since Kaepernick, I don't know I don't know if Kaepernick wants to um wants to really play in the league like Eric Reed did. I don't know. He says he wants to play, but I don't know. If I was Kaepernick, I wouldn't play in the league anymore. Um he just, he just, his sneaker just sold out. Um, the sneaker that he put out with Nike, um, it's just sold out. I believe in like a matter of hours. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, sure of the numbers or the facts behind that. So it's like, you're good. You know what I mean? I believe he has a book that's out as well, and I'm sure that's selling pretty well as well because he has a platform. So it, it's he'll be okay. I don't think he'll he needs the NFL, and I think. He played enough years, and I'm sure he'll he'll dibble and dabble in the other things that'll bring his bring in an, an oh I can't talk sorry bring in an income, you know what I mean? So it, it's just it's interesting. Uh, it's it's interesting to see that Antonio Brown gets the opportunity and Kaepernick has to go through a whole fiasco. So I just wanted to read Jamel Hill's tweet. Um, it was interesting that she brought that up. And, of course, I had to post that on the Instagram page. That's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. If you're not following, please follow. It's a good page, great content. Um, I'm posting. I interact. So please follow us and um and um give us some feedback and or interact on the page. It's always great to find out who our new listeners are and who our longtime listeners are. But um yeah, that Antonio Brown situation was kind of crazy to me. I had to talk about that just real quick because you know I'm I'm not really the NFL guy and there hasn't been any really crazy NBA stories that's been going on, just rumors and all that. So you know, I probably won't start doing the coverage with the NBA. It probably will be around the All-Star game, All-Star break, and then after that, because that'll be the um, playoff race. So that's when I'll be doing most of the uh, basketball talk. But um, I just wanted to talk about that Antonio Brown situation because it was just weird seeing the whole fiasco with Kaepernick, and then all of a sudden you hear Roger Goodell Say, oh, we're going to move on from Kaepernick. And then, boom, Antonio Brown gets the um, the workout. And I'm like, what? So, yo, the NFL is so fucking nasty. That's why I don't fuck with it. It's not because Kaepernick doesn't have a job. It's because they showed me how they feel about my collective struggle. That's my beef with it. You know what I mean? I don't expect them to change police brutality. I don't f- expect them to change um, criminal justice. I don't expect that. But your your initial reaction to everything was just completely nasty. And how you allowed the narrative to be changed from what the original pro- protest was about. It's, it went from the flag. It went from to disrespecting the soldiers. Then it went to him not having a job. And it, it just completely completely went away from the original message 
and it's nasty and that's why I don't participate in that so for those of y'all who are into the NFL and into the whole um, fiasco that is the NFL Antonio Brown has worked out with the Saints so maybe the Saints are interested and maybe the Saints will give him a jersey so I just want to do a touch on that right quick um but let's get into some hip-hop news man um the hip-hop museum New York has awarded the capital um, grant with, I'm sorry, New York State has awarded the capital grant worth $3.5 million, million to help build the first museum in the world solely dedicated to hip-hop music and culture. Governor, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced that the $80 million Universal Hip-Hop Museum is slated to open its doors in the South Bronx in 2023. Museum director Rocky Bucano, I hope that's how you say his name, I don't mean to butcher it, states there will be multiple exhibits on everything from breakdancers to graffiti artists to DJs to MCs dating back to the 70s. Like, that's beautiful. To have a museum completely dedicated to hip-hop? That's, that's amazing, bro. Um, corporate partners include Microsoft and MIT, with support from hip-hop artists such as Nas and LL Cool J, which I believe is another beautiful thing that there's legends as like those two being involved with this museum. Um, the Universal Hip-Hop Museum will occupy 50,000 square feet in Bronx Point, the residential and retail project by L&M Development Partners north of 145th Street Bridge along the Harlem River in, in the Bronx. Um, $6.5 million was granted to the project from New York City itself. So it looks like New York City is pretty much emulating what Cleveland did with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they seen how um, prosperous that made the city, how much more money that made the city. So to have a hip-hop museum in the Bronx, you know I'm going to be there. You know I'm going to be there when it opens. Yes, I'm going to be a hype beast and I'm going to try and get tickets for when it opens. Because you know there's going to be all types of fanfare and specials. It's going to be an event. It's going to be history. You know what I mean? And, and definitely if the platform is where I want it to be in the next three years, we there. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's going to be beautiful. So um, I'm super excited about the um, hip-hop museum that's going to open up in the South Bronx. But there's a lot of other discussions to have behind that. You know, me, DSP, the... Uh, conspiracy theorists and all that i saw the corporate partners that that lit a light bulb in my head you know microsoft and mit that lit a light bulb in my head and seeing what what they're doing to different boroughs in new york city it seems like this might be part of a gentrification scheme but that's a whole nother conversation i have to do my research into the whole universal hip-hop museum situation before i can have that conversation but like i said when i was doing my research on it um there was a lot of light bulbs going off so we we, we might we might have some interesting content coming up so stay tuned <laughs> but um since we're in hip-hop let's stay in hip-hop uh dr dre was named the top music earner of the decade i believe that was on forbes has made over $950 million over the past 10 years with the headphone company Beats. Sold the company to Apple in a $3 billion deal five years ago, beating out Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and YouTube. 
and U2, I'm sorry, the group U2 as um, top earners of the decade. So, you know, the DRE is always, um, was always uh, making bread with Beats headphones. And you guys remember when um, Apple bought, bought it from him and he's been sitting pretty since. So big shout out to Dre for um, getting those accolades from Forbes, um, the top music earner of the decade. Um, Little Wayne news, man. Um, police sees cocaine and guns on Little Wayne's private jet. Um, police receive a tip that someone in Wayne's entourage um, was transporting guns and drugs. Plane was searched when he landed in Miami. Police found cocaine, opioids, and guns. Wayne was in charge with the crime since he was just a passenger. But according to reports, police found a gold-plated 45 caliber gun and some drugs in his bag. So, um... There's probably going to be more to reveal to that story. And, of course, you know, I'm going to be on top of that. I just wanted, you know how I like to do sometimes. I like to just throw them out there and be like, yo, there's probably going to be more to this. So we're going to come back to this and, you know, pretty much follow the narrative and make sure that I stay consistent with how I feel about certain stories. Or if there are changes that do come up, I can always come back and re not rebut, but... Um, fix what I what I've said in the past if I was wrong you know what I mean I've done it before and I have no problem doing that I don't have an ego such an ego uh, issue or anything like that this is this is my first time doing this stuff and I'm gonna make mistakes so it is what it is you know so it's it, it's it's gonna be fun so like I said um that little Wayne story I'm sure there's gonna be more to it Another story that's probably just like the Lil Wayne story that I've done before is uh, Kodak Black. You've seen every time Kodak Black's name has been in the news or had significant news that I felt I needed to cover, I covered it. You know what I mean? So I think this Lil Wayne situation is going to be the same thing. So um, hopefully Lil Wayne doesn't get caught up in no um, BS. Um, Hopefully he, he, he does he does get out of it or um, we'll see pretty much. That's all I can say to that. We'll, we'll see. Um, it seems like Kanye versus EMI is heating back up again because remember when the last time we reported this, they were supposed to be in settlement talks. Well, it seems like that has deteriorated. Um, it seems like uh, Kanye and uh, EMI will be heading back to court after failing to reach a settlement in the star's bid for um, contractual freedom. EMI on Monday asked a federal judge in New York to reopen a case after they failed to reach an agreement. West began the um, year by seeking out of his contract with EMI by turning to California's statutes, which um, limits personal service contracts to no more than seven years. The lawsuit attracted attention over a provision that forbids retirement, causing EMI to uh, fire back with its lawsuit against West in New York, claiming the musician had made a flagrant attempt to forum, uh, forum shop his way around a provision of, of the contract that provided New York with this exclusive jurisdiction. Pretty much they're blaming Kanye West for trying to be slick, for choosing a, a slick way to get out of a contract that only... Um, has jurisdiction in New York. So you can't go to California to try and fight a contract that you signed in New York and only has jurisdiction in New York. So that's what they're taking it back to court. And I, I guess um, the settlements 
wasn't going well. Um, one side felt they were being slighted, and you know how that works, you know, because it's pretty much like negotiations. And some people, when it when it comes to leveraging, um, sometimes there's no end to what happens with that. So it's it's um it's pretty crazy that um, Kanye is going through that. Um, another thing I wanted to cover in the hip hop world was a uh, Cardi B man. You know me. Um, whether she's doing good or bad, I'm gonna cover Cardi B. Um, big shout out to Cardi B. Uh, she gave needy children in Florida an early Christmas uh, last week. Uh, she filled the rental truck with toys and gifts, brought over five thousand worth of five thousand dollars worth of goodies, including games, dolls, and playthings. She also did something similar for children in Lagos, Nigeria, on December seventh. And I wanted to congratulate her and Offset on their uh, new house. Um, so, but um, big shout out to uh, Cardi B. Um, she didn't have to do that. Uh, anytime a celebrity goes out their way to do something for the needy children, I gotta big it up all the time. And if I can, if I find out about it, I'll big it up all the time. Um, of course, people are gonna be like, "Oh, it's for show, it's for that, just that." I'm like, I don't know. It seems like she's genuine. She's been there. You know what I'm saying? So if she can help out, she's gonna help out. So big shout out to Cardi B on that front. So like I said, anytime I can cover um cardi b in a positive light i'm going to because i felt that in the beginning it seemed like we were just beating cardi b up and i, I don't i don't feel that way personally but some people actually came at me not came at me but told me like yo y'all gonna be the um cardi b bashing platform and i'm like no nah, no nah. that was just how i felt at that time about what was said and whatnot so I always want to keep things objective on here. So like I said, anytime Cardi's got good news, I'm going to report it. And if she got something that is out of pocket or isn't covering her in the brightest of lights, I'm going to cover it too. That's what I do on this platform. So it is what it is. Um, Next up, man, uh, Lizzo versus Dr. Boyce Watkins. This is interesting. Um, uh, I don't know where to start with this one. Um, <laughs> like I'm really, I really don't know where to start with this. Um, Dr. Boyce Watkins, um, first I'm going to say this. I felt he was kind of out of pocket for what he said about her. Granted, it's his opinion. Granted, he said it on his platform. He's entitled to do so. Um, but since he put it out in society, I'm entitled to do social commentary. And I felt that he was out of pocket with what he said. Um, Dr. Watkins stated Lizzo's popularity is due to the obesity uh, epidemic. Um, hashtag, this is what he said verbatim. Hashtag Lizzo, popular is because there is an obesity epidemic in America. Rather than encouraging people to do better, we are simply lying to them and telling them that they are just fine the way they are. Unfortunately, many of these people are dying from diabetes and heart disease. Um, although there is some truth within that, to say that she is popular solely because it, there's an obesity epidemic is kind of nasty. The girl's talented. She gets on stage. She puts her all into it. 
you don't know what she's going through. You don't know if um, she's trying to um, do better with her weight. So to just like attack her. Well, I'm not going to use the word attack her. But to you, to, to, um, what's the word I want to use? To, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it funky. For, for him to get at her the way he did was kind of, kind of weird. Kind of fucked up. Um, to say she's popular because of the obesity epidemic is nasty. But what he said about saying that they're fine. I get that because, yes, being overweight and obese is dangerous, but some people have a tough time um, getting through that, you know what I mean? And you have to understand where that person is. Not everybody is um, self-motivated to get to where they need to be. Not everyone is like that. I, I learned that, you know what I mean? And some people are self-motivated. Like myself, I'm super self-motivated. You know what I mean? I used to weigh about 300 pounds. You know what I mean? I'm happy to say that I'm like around 200 pounds right now. So I'm happy to say that. No, but not everyone could, you know, do what I did. So to see someone that I respect, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins, um, he puts out some knowledge out there for the for the black collective. And to see him say something like this about a black woman that has a pretty large platform it, it seemed it seemed very attention seeking it seemed like he was trolling like i know like you could have spoke about the obesity epidemic without even mentioning lizzo or even slighting her popularity you know um i felt that was super nasty and of course you know you know lizzo was going to respond you know her her fan base is huge you know her fan base probably hit her up and said, oh, no, what what is this dude saying? So, of course, she responded, I'm popular because I write good songs and I'm talented and perform high-energy hour and a half shows filled with love. The only person who needs to do better is you. Keep my name out your mouth and look in the mirror before you come for me. Here's the attention, here's the attention you asked for. Um... I just felt it was nasty that Dr. Boyce Watkins went that route. Um, like I said, I respect Dr. Boyce Watkins. Um, he was absolutely right that there is an obesity epidemic and some people do need to um, handle their obesity. But like I said, to attack Lizzo, and I'm going to use the word attack. I don't like using the word attack because especially in this hypersensitive, hypersensitive climate, to use a word like attack, some people, it'll instantly seem like he did it and that was his intent. I can't judge his intent, but from the words he used, it sounds like an attack. I'm going to say it like that. Ha! Look at me getting good at this media stuff. But yeah, I'm going to say it like that. Um, the words that he used, it sounded like a straight up attack on the girl's talent. And it was kind of nasty. Uh... I didn't think it was necessary to mention Lizzo if he wanted to talk about the ob obesity epidemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just nasty. Um, Dr. Boyce Watkins, I hope you clear that up. Um, or maybe you and her spoke about it behind the scenes. But like I said, that was real, real, real nasty for you to get at Dr. Boyce Watkins that way. Um, 
I'm sorry for you to get at Lizzo that way, um, Mr. Dr. Boyce Watkins. Um, like I said, I respect the man. So for me, for me to read that, it was kind of, it was weird. It bugged me out. Um, and of course, um, staying within the music realm, of course, um, people going toe-to-toe. Dame Dash versus Jay-Z. This hurts me so much because I'm from the, I'm from, I grew up in the era where Rockefeller was doing his thing. I seen Dame, Big and Jay um, running the game for a long, long time. Um, I thought that would never, like, I thought those brothers would never part ways and to see how it happened and to see how it all went down and then to see the rumors and all that and to hear this directly from Dame's mouth at this age, at this point in their lives. It's sad, man. Like like I've said before many, 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 many times on this platform, when it comes to the business side of Dame Dash, I respect to the utmost because he, re- he protects his IP. He's always talked about ownership. He's always t- kicked the right game, kicked the right stuff I wanted to hear, kicked the knowledge that I needed to hear to get me to where I am right now. So, but when he gets into like the antics, the shenanigans, when he gets into emo Dame Dash, that's when I kind of like, uh, it's when I get kind of cringe. I get like cr- pretty cringeworthy and I'm like, oh, this is pretty nasty, bro. So um, Dame Dash recently accused Jay-Z of devaluing the brand by disassociating himself within it, the brand being Rockefeller, only to launch a new rock brand, which was Rock Nation. According to Dame, Jay couldn't share the spotlight with him. Um, Jay-Z was the lead artist in the label, so why would he have to share the spotlight with anyone? If anything, the spotlight's already on him, Dame. He's the artist. He's the rapper. Um... Dame, Dame be wildin'. Y'all know this too. Dame be fucking wildin'. Because for him to say that, I I know I wrote that down for a reason. Now I'm like, okay, yeah, I knew I wrote that shit down for a reason because I wanted to get into that. I was like, really, Dame? He didn't want to share the spotlight with you? He's the artist, my dude. You know what I mean? Play your position if, if that's, because that's something you love to say. Play your position. Dame, if you're going to try and play Jay like that, you know what I mean? Like, how you gonna how you going to tell Jay, how you going to say Jay didn't want to share the spotlight with you? He didn't have to. He was the artist. The spotlight was already on him. I don't think that's what he was worried about, man. I, I just feel it was just Dame out there sliding Jay. He was also saying how Jay wanted people to work for him forever. And I'm like, come on, Dame, you don't have to go there, B. Like, if if y'all had y'all situation behind the scenes, keep it behind the scenes. Y'all grown men, yo. You can, you can call Jay. You can talk to Jay, man. This is what's bugging me out about this. Um, this is what he said verbatim. No matter what, I feel he robbed me, period. And no matter what, I'm always, I'm always going to feel that way. And it's like, bro, you are super grown. Everyone has families. Like, 
why does it need to be like this? You know what I mean? And I'm like, is there something else going on in Dane Dash's life that's like got him so wound up, got him so like in a fucking bind? You know what I mean? Because like he doesn't seem like he's in the right place mentally and spiritually. To me, he sounds like a man that's um, hanging on by a thread. Sorry, I had to take a sip there. Hanging on by a thread. And that thread is his family. Excuse me. I believe that that thread is his family. And, um... I did some research. Um, he's going through some like legal issues. Um, seems like there's some lawyer out there that has it out for him. Um, I'm still looking into that lawyer myself. I believe his name is like um, Christopher Brown. Dame Dash has been killing him on on his um, IG page. I think it's like Dusko Poppington or something like that. Um, yeah, but, um, I believe he's going through, yes, he is, wait, let me get the lawyer's name, but yeah, he's going through a lawsuit with, um, a photographer he had hired, um, uh, yeah, okay, before we get into the, uh, photographer dame dash this lawyer i was i spoke about before his name is it's funny his name is chris brown that's what i had to check on i had to check to see if um if um i had the right name because i was like yo is is it is it is that correct is is that um is the name chris brown because i remember i, I saw the name was chris brown and i was like i'm not gonna forget that but i had to check again so I checked it again, and um, it is Chris Brown. And I heard this is like the third case this guy Chris Brown has to, on Dave Dash. So it's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really look into that, and I'm going to see if I can get back to y'all next week with the um, info on that. So I'm going to be paying close attention to that because Dame Dash has been going hard on his page on this Chris Brown guy. Um, he's calling him some type of culture vulture, but... Dame Dash also is being sued for $50 million over, over an alleged drunken sex assault. A photographer by the name of Monique Bunn claims Dame hired her to do a shoot for his Poppington brand in April. After work ended, she was invited to stay, uh, stay night at Dash's house with his partner Raquel Horn. She stated she was sound asleep in Dash's daughter's room when she was suddenly awakened to Dash rubbing her breast and gripping her buttocks gripping her buttocks without consent i saw this story so i was like oh man not the um the alleged uh sex assault talk now not not dame now you know what i mean but i seen what monique bun looks like and um what i'm going to say is she doesn't seem like the type of woman Dame would do that to. 
if Dame if Dame were to do something like that to the women to the access to the women that Dame has access to I don't think Monique Bun would be the woman that Dame would suddenly feel compelled to grab on like that that's what I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say anything else I'm not gonna be rude you know beauty's in the eyes of the beholder so I'm just I'm just saying from what I've seen Dame dealt with from what I've seen Dame has at the house right now because it did say that he was with his partner Raquel Horn um why would he need to go to Miss Monique Bunn, who doesn't look like, looks anything like Raquel Horn? So, I mean, from, from what I understand, from what Dame Dash is saying on his own page, um, him and Monique Bunn had a heated altercation. Um, he was accusing her of stealing something. I'm saying accusing because I'm not sure I wasn't there. I don't know what happened, what's going on. And he recorded the whole situation. So if you go to at... Dusko Poppington on um, Instagram, um, you'll see the whole, uh, it's on his IGTV, you'll see the whole thing, the whole um, altercation between him and Monique Bunn, he recorded the whole thing, so it's, it's, it's just interesting to see what's going on, and it literally looks like they're coming after him, and now I see why he's like on like certain platforms saying what he's saying, being emotional like now i definitely see why he's like this now and i'm like oh okay you not right right now my dude you like <laughs> you are wound up right now you know so it was interesting to see that so i'm going to be paying a close attention to that story as well the uh dame dash uh, situation is it's getting crazy man i thought at one point him jay and biggs would reconcile and you know probably do something you know a final Rockefeller type contribution to hip hop. But I don't know, man. Hopefully Dame gets out of this bind and that my dream, my wish could come true. You know what I mean? Like the final final Rockefeller uh, contribution to hip hop. You know what I mean? Um, there was a lot of uh, <laughs> music news there, right? Um, so right now we're going to get out of music. We're about to get into um, entertainment. Still entertainment, right? Um, Bill Cosby versus Eddie Murphy. As you all may know, Eddie Murphy was on um, Saturday Night Live. He was on there. Um, I believe he was the host. Um, he did some skits. You know, did what Eddie does. Um, whatever Eddie does, it's going to go viral. Everybody's going to talk about it no matter what. Um, so I believe that Eddie made a statement in his monologue about uh, Bill Cosby. Um, he went as far as saying that... Um, uh, if somebody would have made a bet with him in 30 years ago that he would be, he being Eddie Murphy, be a stay-at-home dad and Bill Cosby would be in prison, <clears throat> he would take the bet because he was like, come on now, Bill Cosby, go to prison. You know what I'm saying? And um, I believe he didn't, um, Cosby didn't take that too well. Um, and I also heard that, um, because I don't watch Saturday Night Live, I, I just saw the skit. And I did see the joke, and I, I didn't think it was that serious. And then the um, impersonation. So, I mean, I, I don't know. To me, I don't think that um, Cosby is worried about that. Unless the beef between Bill Cosby and Eddie Murphy is, like, still, like... 
still like um if it's still like fresh. I didn't think it was still fresh because I mean Bill is like in his eighties grown man, not even worried that about that type of thing. I believe a lot of that had to do with ego. So I was like, ah nah, I don't think it's like that anymore. You know but I after what I seen the publicist put out there, I mean he called Eddie Murphy, all types of like Hollywood slave and step and fetch it. Um, even accused Eddie Murphy of cooning. And that's like, damn. And the publicist put this out on um, Instagram, man. And uh, when I saw that, I was like, yo, cooning? <laughs> yo, and that's why I was like, maybe the publicist put this out on their own? You know, probably went into business for themselves by using the Bill Cosby platform. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's just, yo, it's just crazy, fam. It's just like to see that for coming from um, the Cosby platform. It's it's what kind of bugged me out. I'm gonna see if I can find that that um tweet, man, because. It's it's crazy. I, oh wait 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 wait. Bill, okay, here it is. This is the tweet, not the tweet. The um, Instagram post right here. I'm I'm reading it verbatim. Bill Cosby's publicist Andrew Wyatt responds to Eddie Murphy's SNL monologue. So it basically says Andrew Wyatt is the one responding to this. So I was I was saying this correctly. Mr. Cosby became the first black to win an Emmy for his role in I Spy, and Mr. Cosby broke color barriers in the entertainment industry. Uh, it was him among others, but whatever. So that blacks like Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, and at uh, all could have an opportunity to showcase their talents for many generations to come. It is sad that Mr. Murphy would take this glorious moment of returning to Saturday Night Live and make disparaging remarks against Mr. Cosby. One would think that Mr. Murphy was given his freedom to leave the plantation so that he could make his own decisions, but he decided to sell himself back to being a Hollywood slave. Step and fetch it plus Coonan equals the destruction of black men in Hollywood. Remember, Mr. Murphy, that Bill Cosby became legendary because he used comedy to humanize all races, religions, and genders. But your attacking Mr. Cosby helps you embark on just becoming clickbait. Hopefully you will be amenable to having a meeting of the minds conversation in order to discuss how we can use our collective platforms to enhance black people rather than bringing all of us down together. And now it says it's uh, Bill Cosby's publicist, Andrew Wyatt. So, I mean... As I said earlier, I I felt it was just him going going um in the business for himself, um using the Cosby platform. But it, he clarified as it, it's me, I'm the one that got the smoke. So it, eh, that was that was pretty crazy. So I mean, I commend him for standing up for Cosby, but I I didn't take the joke that seriously. I didn't think it was when well, I didn't think it was. To me, it was a light jab, if anything, but it, that's what Eddie does. It's a joke. Um, granted, yes, he's not... He's not in the um, best of places right now. I'm sure he doesn't want to be in prison, but... It's a joke. 
That's all it was. And I think the Wyatt guy just took it the wrong way and just went into business for himself. So I don't know, man. But um, let's get into it, man. Let's get into what, what I really, 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 really want to talk about. Um, Destiny Harris. Destiny Harrison. Forgive me. First and foremost, rest in peace. Rest in peace to Destiny Harrison. 21-year-old woman fatally shot inside of her own beauty salon on December 21st. Um, McKeldry Park neighborhood of Southeast Baltimore. Officers found Destiny suffering from gunshot wounds to the head. She was taken to an area hospital where she was pronounced dead. Previous court documents reveal that Harrison filed a burglary, theft, and assault charge against someone who broke into her salon on December 9th. And there are also reports that those close to her stated that she feared for her life. Um, Destiny Harrison was a mother of a one-year-old by the name of Dream. Um, as you heard me mention um, in the beginning of this episode, to hear this story and to when I did my research of course on this story to hear that she was robbed and to hear that like um she was scared of her life it, it made me ask like yo what was she involved in yo you know why was she scared did she know who robbed her um because, I mean, there's still an investigation there. So it's like, I guess there's certain things that they can't put out. There's certain things that they can't discuss. Um, but it's sad because there was a vigil and her mom was out there with the um, one-year-old. You know, basically basically seeking justice for her daughter. You know what I mean? And um, basically seeking justice for her daughter and her granddaughter. And... Um, it was super sad to see that. And it's like, it hurts to lose someone like Destiny. Someone who had their own business at 21. Beauty salon in the hood. To lose a life over a $3,000 bundle of hair, of weave. I don't think someone's going to shoot you in the head over a bundle of weave under, unless like you, you like, you're on something, man. And I, I myself, I, I've never, I haven't seen the um, suspect. I haven't seen any footage. I haven't seen none of that. Um, like I said, there's probably still an investigation going on. So there's a lot of stuff that they're not going to put out there. So it's like, um, it's it's just it's just bug man. It's um it's such a sad story. Um she was twenty one, she she left behind a one year old daughter. You know what I mean? Like she's not gonna really know who her mother was because her life was taken prematurely. She was only twenty one, you know. And she was she was just to hear the fact that she had her own business. And she died in her own business. She, was, she didn't even feel safe in her own establishment. Trying to do positive things in her own establishment. Where, where is this energy when the, the um, Asians are beating the crap out of uh, the Asian owners of the 
the the um, beauty salon establishments are are um, beating the crap out of our black women. Where is this energy at? I'm not condoning or saying, oh, go shoot the Asian owners that put hands on the black women. But where is this energy? That's what I'm asking. Why would you do this to your own? I'm not saying go and do this to somebody else, but why would you do that? She's only 21. You had to take this girl's life for a $3,000 bundle of weave? If that truly is the narrative, because you know how the narratives change with reports. It always changes. It might even be something else. You know what I'm saying? I hate to think this woman lost her life at 21 years old for a disagreement over a 3000 bundle of weed. $3,000 bundle of weed. I'd hate to think that. I'd hate to think my people have stooped that low. I'd hate to think that. Because for me to read this story, man, I had to read it like a couple times because I didn't think it was real. I thought it was like some hoax, but then I started seeing the vigils. I started seeing the different things. I'm like, oh, what the, what's going on? What what drives a person to kill someone in their own business? She was 21, man. It's a very sad story, man. A very, very sad story. That's why I saved it. That's why I dedicated this episode to this young lady because... To, to hear this story, to, to cover this story, like, I'm super sad, man. I'm super sad for the grandmother. I'm super sad for the daughter. You know what I mean? Destiny Harrison lost her life because... Was it jealousy? Was she involved in some street shit? I don't know. A lot of details aren't out. People are talking on the um, social media world. That's what uh, the police, this is where the police is doing their investigating because people are too loose with it. This is why the police aren't putting too much um, information, too, isn't putting too much information out there. They don't want certain people to flee. So it, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm going to be paying super close attention to this. Um, yes, this is another story I'll be playing, paying close attention to because it's super sad that this young lady lost her life at 21 and she had her own business and she lost her life in her own business. We have to do better, man. We have to do better as a people. We can't, we can't be doing this to each other no more. Like what, what has the, the recent the recent atmosphere taught you like you guys haven't seen what this current climate shown you we all we got we have to do better than this man we can't allow ourselves to stoop this low not in these times I felt I had to cover this topic because this is a topic I have to discuss about it. I always talk about police terrorism. 
But it's also, we have to discuss this, this violence within our own collective. I don't like to use the term black on black crime because we don't use the term white on white crime. We don't use the term uh, Chinese on Chinese crime. So why am I going to only use it on my collective? Don't play with me. I know that's uh, one of those words created by um, the media narrative manipulators. So no, I'm not going to use that. But I know there is violence within my collective and we, we need to do better with that. I mean, all collectives have violence within their own collective but it seems to be it seems that my collective um their their violence with their their internal violence seems to be highlighted a lot so i feel we need to do better with that so we can change that narrative like i said we're all we got you know so um well we're about to get into our sponsor right now and then after we get into the sponsor um we'll get back um, I'll be back to close it out. All right. Be right back. The Last Life Gaming Network is an over-the-top platform catering to the gamer. With numerous options upon launch, the LLGN will provide you with countless choices to start your experience. Shows such as collections, IRL, party games, playthroughs, and GUI, gaming under the influence, as well as highlights of Twitch and Mixer live streams, the network will have you itching for more. LLGN Sports will provide sports coverage as well as sports-related topics. With an interactive live stream schedule, the network will provide you with many reasons to be a part of our Last Life community. Make sure to subscribe to the Last Life Gaming Network on YouTube when it drops in the fall of 2019. Are you ready to be a Last Lifer? Welcome back, family. It's about that time, man. Um, I had an exquisite, exquisite time um, unpacking uh, the topics, the final topics of 2019, man. Um, it was great uh, recording this episode. It was awesome. Um, thank you guys for listening all 2019. Well, from April, well, March 31st till now, um, you guys stuck around. We truly appreciate the love. Um, make sure you follow us on IG, man. That's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's the Blast Podcast. Um, make sure you uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Onslaught Multimedia. That's O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T. Multimedia, M-U-L-T-I-M-E-D-I-A. Um, follow us on Twitter, Onslaught Promo. Straightforward. Uh, make sure to follow VOH Basketball on Instagram. Uh, make sure to subscribe to their YouTube channel. Um, everything straightforward, VOH Basketball, straight straight like that. Make sure to follow Last Life Gaming Network. That's last underscore life gaming. That's both on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel, Last Life Gaming Network. Uh, make sure to check out MOR Apparel. That's at MOR underscore apparel underscore US. That's on Instagram, MOR Apparel US on Twitter. Um, and check out, click the link in their bio, go to their website, check out the beautiful pieces they got, man. They got great gear lined up for 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 the um, 2020 
Um, and they got great stuff out right now. So please check out the royalty package, the royalty capsule. It is live now. So please be sure to check it out, man. Um, what else is there? FTC Wings, man. Culture Wings. That's FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order. If you listen to this right now <clears throat> and it's before 12 um, p.m. on Sunday, if you're going to place an order, use our uh, promo code. That's the Blast Podcast. You get free fries and it's on us. Um, please be sure to definitely check that out. Um, like I said, we got we got a lot of things in store for 2002. I'm sorry, 2002. No, that was 17 years ago. We got a lot of things in store for um, 2020, man. Um, we can't wait for that to be in full effect. Um, because like I said, I'm going to start challenging myself with the marketing because it's time to start giving y'all a visual now of how we do things in the studio when we go to Mike Vision Studios. Once again, big shout out to Jones. Um, follow him. Um, it's MVM Jones. That's his uh, page. And then follow the Mike Vision Studio page. That's M-I-C Vision, V-I-S-I-O-N Studios. Um, they got a beautiful establishment there. If you have any studio needs, give them a shout. They'll, they'll take care of you over there. They're good peoples over there. Also, shout out to NBP Photos. Um, give them a follow on Instagram. That's NBP underscore photos. Um, yeah, I know. I, I've been networking a lot, as you can see, man. Um, I'm trying to build this platform, trying to take it to the next level. Uh, make sure to join us on Patreon, man. Um, Patreon at uh, Patreon.com. Patreon. Jeez, I can't talk. Patreon.com backslash The Blast Podcast. Um, just join us, man. It's $5 a month. Wild content on there. Exclusive content. Um, exclusively for you um, I believe um, I'm going to also have exclusive behind the scenes content um, on that platform as well um, we're also I'm, I'm going to also have custom videos on there as well where it's like me interviewing somebody it's basically exclusive exclusive stuff for the members of that that uh, club I'm calling it a club because that's what it is. You will you will also be receiving producer credits when the videos are live. And um, our very first video probably will be live um, probably the second or, or third week of February. Um, should be around Valentine's Day. So, um, <clears throat> like I said, I got, I, I got a lot planned for um, 2020. And I hope you guys stick around for the ride, man. Um, we truly appreciate the uh, support, the feedback, and all that. Please follow us on IG, just in case you didn't get it the first time. That's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And um, like the song's uh, saying in the background, man, I just want all of us to win. Um, as I said, we need to, be, we need to do better as a collective. Um, I wanted to send one last... R.I.P. Shout out to the Queen, Destiny Harrison. I wanted to send condolences, peace, love, and light to her family. Peace, love, and light to her one-year-old daughter, Dream. Um, it's it's just sad that um, I had to dedicate another episode to another black woman losing her life. Um, the first one was the Tatiana Jefferson. 
And um, this one is to uh, Destiny Harrison, man. Say her name, man. Don't ever forget her. Don't ever forget it, Tatiana. Don't ever forget any any of our fallen people, man. Um, but on that note, um, the 2020 episode, man. Come back next week, next Sunday. It'll be 2020, family. Um, thank you for listening. As always, I'm Brother DSP. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to come back next week. Peace, family.